Welcome to Relationship Workout for Men, a podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Season 6, Episode 9, High Maintenance. In the previous episode, I introduced the Relationship Workout Maintenance Model, which includes five categories. There's the Expected Value Add, Appreciated Upside, Indifferent Value Add, Mission Impossible Expected, and Mission Impossible Unexpected. Now, let's apply this model to determine if you or a person you're dating is high maintenance. To begin, a high maintenance person has, simply speaking, a high level of expected value add things on his or her must have list. True story, I once dated a woman who had these things on her list of expected value add. One, she wanted me to work full time, pay all the bills, including full time daycare, so she could devote her day for alone mommy time. Two, she wanted to see her family often and whenever she wanted, and they did not live in the area. Three, she wanted to be taken on four vacations a year to Europe. And four, she wanted me to buy her a house in a very nice area while she had no money to contribute to the purchase. Now, this is not to say that this list of must-haves is necessarily a bad thing. It all depends on whether the other person can provide what is being requested. That said, for me, this list of expected value adds would have been extremely difficult to deliver on, so she was high maintenance relative to my ability to deliver on her needs. Indeed, a huge mistake a guy can make early on in dating is to fall for a high maintenance woman, only to find himself catering beyond his long-term means to keep her happy. Yes, he may have won her heart in the short term, but after a while, his depleted bank account and siphoned patience may encourage her exit. This would have been me given her expectations that I work to pay the bills while she spends her days hanging out with her friends and getting facials and massages on my credit card. I knew I would have built up a tremendous amount of resentment toward her regardless of how much money I made. So although I might have been able to afford it, emotionally this wasn't something I could tolerate going on month after month, year after year. Worse yet is the poor guy who falls for a woman with one or more expected Mission Impossible things in her bag of must-haves. At some point, odds are she's going to want to cash in on at least one impossible for you must-have. And all you'll have to show is a rejected frown and a pair of emptied pockets. This would have been me around her expectation that she goes on four vacations a year to Europe. I have no idea how I could have ever gone on four vacations to Europe each year, as my job only gave me two weeks of vacation time a year. In addition, the higher number of expected value adds, the fewer options a guy will have to add appreciated upside. He may be stretched as thin as a slice of prosciutto, just trying to provide what she's already expecting. When this happens, the tip of the maintenance model triangle of upside things he can do for her can look awfully small. Can you whimper, good luck, bud? Getting back to this lady I dated, with her list of expected value adds, I honestly had no idea how I'd muster up the resources to give her other things that she could actually appreciate as upside to what she already wanted me to be giving her. Also, it's important to pay attention to what kinds of things she has on her list of expected value adds. Are we talking things that have a selfish, all about me feel? For instance, do you hear a lot of I when she asks for things, such as, 
buy me the house I want, or I will see my family when I want to, or I will pick where we go on vacations, etc. I'll discuss selfishness more in the next season on kindness. Suffice it to say, no matter how beautiful she is, too much selfishness, and you might want to kick her to the curb. Oh, and don't forget to look in the mirror. If it's all about you, then you could end up a lonely Mr. Dictator once she finally gives up and moves on. Ultimately, the risk is that dating a high-maintenance person for you may just have a set of expectations that simply extend beyond your patience level, ideas of what's reasonable, and ability to deliver. We all have our limits. Be careful she isn't constantly pushing yours or you constantly pushing on hers. Of course, a relationship with a high-maintenance person is only as difficult as one's ability to provide. If you're a retired billionaire, for example, then you'll have a much easier time of it than the average Joe. What can you say, a trophy wife? To accentuate the point, it can be a real challenge being with a high-maintenance person. First, you may be quite challenged with constantly meeting her list of must-haves, especially long-term. Early on in dating, cash may be flowing as you wine and dine her. However, are you sure that you have the time, financial resources, and patience to keep it up over the long run? If you don't, you run the risk of having a very unhappy girlfriend or wife on your hands once the credit card bills come due. Second, if she has a lot of needs, you may find that she takes a lot of what you do for her for granted. You're just doing what's expected of you. Third, a high-maintenance person is often much more interested in his or her needs than yours. Bottom line, your needs matter too. Eventually, you may just get tired of it always being about her. Your other option is always to bow to the needs of the high-maintenance partner. Yes, dear, whatever you say, dear, is this the type of relationship you really want? Serving your balls up on an all-about-her platter? Of course, there's a balance to everything. Just be honest with yourself and make sure you're both comfortable with the alignment on the must-haves. One last point, it can actually be a real challenge being a high-maintenance person. First, if you have a lot of must-haves, it may be extremely difficult to find someone who can fill them all. After all, the more must-haves you have, well, the more must-haves a potential partner will have to step up and provide. For instance, if you make your career your priority and work 60 hours a week, and you must play golf with your buddies every weekend, and you have to go drinking with the guys a few nights during the week, well, then you may have difficulty finding someone who is okay with you having a schedule. When are you going to have time for her? Second, even if you settle for someone who meets most, but not all, of your long list of must-haves, then you may find yourself constantly battling disappointment over the few must-haves still not being fulfilled. Third, the more must-haves you must fulfill, the less space you make for your partner to add appreciated upside to your life. He or she may be stretched thin just trying to satisfy your given list. Ultimately, the high-maintenance person might want to take a step back and ask the very fundamental question, what's more important, my extensive list of must-haves or a potential relationship with the person sitting across from me right now? And this leads us to a discussion on what does it mean to be a low-maintenance person, and that's the topic of our next episode. Mm-hmm.